this Champions League match day four picks edition of the Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Prize Picks. Go to prizepicks.com slash SGPN. Use the code SGPN for a first deposit match up to $100. And we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. And we're brought to you by Game Time. Game Time is last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Use the promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Everybody to the Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford, coming to you from Newcastle upon Tyne in the northeast of England. Today is Monday, the 6th of November. We are here to have a nose about the Premier League weekend, which is nearly uh, finished. We've got a Monday night game we can touch on. And then we'll have a look around the Champions League. It's Champions League match day four. This midweek, Tuesday and Wednesday, and Megan Baz will make some picks for this one. Joining us back, I'm sure he's delighted to be in Nottinghamshire, not in Northern Africa, is Mr. Barry Penaluna. Shaking your head, Baz, what's the matter with you? I'm just in a world of shit. I can't. I just haven't got time for normal life at the moment. Like, um, Malcolm, it's only midday and I've already had my first nap of the day. No. Um, <laughs> You know, as soon as we finish this, I'll be going for my second nap of the day. Um, I dropped the little one off at school, half past eight, nine o'clock. I was on the sofa, knocked out a good hour. I just got up, had some breakfast, um, <laughs> wrote, wrote some notes and stuff for this. Um, and yeah, I'm ready for my second nap already. Um, feeling rough as well. This happens to me every time I go on holiday anywhere. Yeah. It's that plane journey home. like It's just an incubator for viruses, isn't it? Um, all that horrible air. I think just I can't remember a holiday where I don't come back feeling rough, but I'm yeah, I'm feeling like I'm uh, coming down with a bit of a bug this morning. Um, but it was all worth it. I had a great time out there. Um, definitely somewhere I will go back to. Um, aye, outstanding, really, really good 10 days. Um, thoroughly enjoyed it, but yeah, absolutely delighted. The only thing that is a positive, Malcolm, I'm really grateful for this SGPN hoodie. Because it's bloody freezing. Uh, I'm used to 30 degree heat every day. So it's, I've not had to wear a hoodie for a while. But uh, I thought this morning, oh, where's that hoodie? Uh, so uh, this is this is doing the business this morning, keeping me, uh, keeping me up to temperature. Tell you what, Barry, I wish I had your problems. He has all of us, us working class heroes, uh, people who joined us in the chat, uh, nose to the grindstone, turning the cogs of industry on a daily basis. You're complaining you've got the sniffles. Because you've come back from your all-inclusive Egyptian break, uh, absolutely shameless, Barry. This is a working man's podcast, man. Um, I'm working again tonight, Barry. I was in Cheshire on Saturday. I was down the road to Derwent Valley last night, and I'm off to Ripon tonight, Barry, 
to you, I don't know if you remember that place was so posh that that woman asked what nationality I was last year. That's how posh it is. <laughs> she clearly never met a Northern English person on the street before. Said, excuse me, can I just ask what nationality you are? Said, I'm from Newcastle. And everyone started laughing. It was proper funny. Um, but the, yeah, Grantley Hall. If you get a look, chance, have a look on the on the website, Baz. Grantley Hall. It's proper swanky like. Um, so yeah, the chat's live. We didn't think we'd get many people in because it's early, 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 especially in the States. Captain Insano, uh, Captain Insano, firstly, you trolled him yesterday, Baz, for getting knocked out the guillotine league. And then I forgot to mention that I played him in the SGP and DGEN's league and wiped the floor with him this week as well. <laughs> Have a bit of that, Captain. Get that down, yeah. Um, Captain Insano's lineup looks like an infirmary for old quarterbacks. There's just a load of quarterbacks in there, injured quarterbacks with a leg missing. Again, like it's like the Vietnam veterans of, uh, of fantasy football team. So, yeah, that stinks, Captain. Have a bit of that. Uh, Brian McDonald is here. Brian, good morning. How are you? Um, so, yeah, there you go. Um, bit of a weird one this week, Bass, because I do feel like we could knock easily a four-hour show out because, A, I've got some chat, which I've been dying. You know, I've been I've had at least two things I've want, been wanting to tell you. For two weeks, I reckon I've got time to squeeze one in. We've got an awful lot of Premier League chat to get through, possibly, if you can be asked. And then we've got the Champions League picks. I mean, you said we had to wear uh, the kids were back at school today, Baz. You took yours down. I had to send my two off in a canoe this morning, Baz. Um, pro- uh, not, nothing to do with the, the storms, just uh, Mikel Arteta's tears. They're still flooding the streets around here. So the kids were off kayaking down the road uh, through Mikel's salty tears. <laughs> um, so we're going to get to that in a little bit. So yeah, loads of things to cover, Barry. Um, right, let's get some of this shenanigans out of the way. We'll do the... Uh, I'll tell you first about prize picks. Um, prize picks. Uh, you've got the basketball season has started um, and prize picks have rolled out this little combination thing, which is great. It's a little special kind of cross-sport bet. Um, so you can combine, for example, LeBron James and three-pointers and Travis Kelsey receptions um, and put them together in a little uh, a cross-sport parlay, which is good fun. So if you want to play alongside some of your prize picks favourite players, you can find community players under the promos tab and view entries from some of the biggest names in the prize picks community every week. The reboot policy is great. So if one of your players gets injured, they'll reboot them for you. Um, if you've got a player who exits the game in the first half, doesn't return, that player is rebooted. Um, so, yeah, all sorts of great things there on Prize Picks. I know a lot of the network have been using it and loving it. Um, the thing to do is go to prizepicks.com slash SGPN. Use that code for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash SGPN. Um, Prize Picks is daily fantasy sports made better. Um, right. Do you want to talk about. The weekend prem, or do you want me to have my little lifestyle story time, Barry Thirsty? Go with your lifestyle. Right, okay. I've had this stored up, Barry, since the PSG game. Because it's it's Champions League related as well. And this is a Champions League show, so it works out. Now, I'd actually forgotten about this because I was a bit drunk before the P. Not that we had like five pints, maybe, so I was nice and merry. And I went out and got very drunk after, and it was a whole thing. So I forgot about it until the second Champions League game against Dortmund, and the same thing happened, Barry. Now, this is uh, this I really like this. Um, are you aware of the Champions League music, Barry, the Champions League anthem? I'm aware of it, yes. 
quite a famous piece of music, isn't it? Um, did you know? So I think people know this a bit of words. There's two verses in a chorus, Barry. Were you aware of this? No. Right. The kid three rows behind me, Barry, is very aware of this because he's learned all the words, right? No. Oh, mate, it's fucking great. I hope he does it in the Milan game. I'll try it. I don't think I can get him because he sits behind me. He's learned all the words and decided that he's... I don't know if he thought this is what everybody does because Champions League, he's about 20 years old. He's just a young lad. Like, and the first week I put it down to a combination of enthusiasm and alcohol. The second time, and he, he's, he belts the whole thing out, Barry, the entire thing. Like 45 seconds worth. So the words are, Barry, the, the Champions League music was, it's a specific piece of music uh, designed for the Champions League. Um, uh, Tony Britton, I think, composed at 92. Um, and it's written in French, German and English. And they repeat the same line over and over again in each language. So the words are, Baz, if you don't know, C'est sur le meilleur équipe, si c'est Albertesten, Mannschaften, the main event, on Grande Réunion, the best in die Meister, les grande keep the champions. So whatever it says in English, it then just repeats in French and German on a little loop until it ends. And these kids learn the lot and he knocks it out like Pavarotti, right? It's absolutely incredible. Um, considering a, a recreation, can you can you do 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 the Champions League music, Baz, or do you want me to do 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 and sing? Oh, you'll have to do it both. I'm not getting involved right, in okay. that. So the teams are coming out, everyone's waving the bars, and the music starts off. And he starts, say so let me as a keep. See send Manshaften, Let's keep the But this then goes into the second verse, and he's still good. He's all that. Mate, it's the greatest single thing I've ever seen in a football match in my life. Like, um, I don't like, I love it. It's absolutely brilliant. It's a 10 out of 10 from me. The kid deserves a Pride of Britain award. Absolutely brilliant. Um, what do you think of all of that, Bas? I assume now you've practiced the words, you're going to join him next time. I might do. I might, yeah. I'll give him a knowing look, Baz, when I get in. I'll tip me cap, say, mate, I'm with you. What We're trying to start a revolution here. In 10 seasons, Barry, I want all 52,000 people singing it like, Unbelievable. That's uh, a great effort, but um, yeah, not what you would expect. Um, you know, you expect everyone just to shout the champions at the end. Of yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's, yeah. that's the bit. Uh, I, I apologise to anybody who's got children or dogs in the room um, who might have just run off screaming. <laughs> Brian says that I've uh, I've startled his children. Yeah, so I apologise for that. Um, but oh, mate, it was absolutely great, top quality. Uh, really enjoyed it. Um, Mafia. Etc. It was in the NFL chat yesterday for the last 10 seconds. Uh, he said he'd be back, and he is. Uh, so, welcome, uh, Mafia. All right, OK, Barry, the next thing we need to talk about, I didn't know whether to talk about this or not, because if we start talking about it, we'll be here in two hours' time talking about it. Or, I don't think we can completely ignore it, is the Arsenal incident, Newcastle won Arsenal. Neil, first, let's... Let's talk about it, Malcolm. Let's talk about it. Let's cut to the chase, because it was very, very fucking funny for a start. Um... I just don't get... I've just watched Ref Watch on Sky, yeah? I don't know if any of the uh, our US listeners... We have a little programme called Ref Watch where they break down all the stuff. And it's actually not that complicated. It's really, really straightforward. The outcry is absolutely ridiculous. I can understand some Arsenal fans being a bit disappointed because I would be appealing for the foul portion of what happened, if it was me. I also think Bruno should have been sent off 
because his forearm smashed the bloke in the head. And I don't know why now suddenly this week you're allowed to use your forearm. You're allowed to do what you want as long as it's with your forearm, apparently. You can hit who you want. Um, but it's nowhere near... What happened on Saturday was nowhere near as bad as the Liverpool one, which was an error. This isn't an error. This is some subjective decisions that went against them. The Liverpool one against Tottenham was an error. This isn't even as bad as the Wolves one that happened on Saturday when they got absolutely sawn off, or the Wolves one that happened last week in Newcastle's favour. Um, I cannot believe, Barry, it's the 6th of November and Mikel Arteta wasn't on the tit list. I think today has to be the day. Like, um, he, In fact, he nearly deserves a list of his own big Dolly Parton-sized tits because his tittery is way beyond the actual normal B-cup tits that we deal with. Um the whole thing, I'll tell you what, he came out and said it was embarrassing and a disgrace, right? I'll tell him some things that are embarrassing and a disgrace. 0.56 XG, Mikel, is a disgrace. Yeah, I watched Max of the Day, Barry. Arsenal have two highlights on it. Martinelli minges one straight at the goalkeeper, and then Declan Rice has a header from 18 yards that bounces four times and goes out for a goal kick. That's an embarrassing and a disgrace. He's got a goalie who couldn't keep chickens, who he's decided he should play every week. He concedes a goal every week. That's a disgrace. Spunking all that money on Kai Havertz, who's contributed absolutely zero. That's a disgrace, and that's embarrassing. And just to put a full point on it, anything that happens after Kai Havertz didn't get sent off doesn't count, because Havertz has to be sent off, which changes the entire game. At that point, any anything you say is rendered invalid. I think I've kept that pretty short, Baz. What have you got? <laughs> <laughs> um, I just... He's a, he's a complete tit. Uh, I've seen I've seen a thing on Twitter where just a few weeks ago something went in their favour. He was asked about it and he said, "Oh look, referees make mistakes. Sometimes they make mistakes, and we have to support refs. Um, you know, they're not doing things deliberately." This week, because it's gone the other way, he's he's gone absolutely bizarre. What's more astonishing is Arsenal coming out with a statement, uh, just yeah. doubling down on it all. Because as you say, it's not the travesty they think it is. Um, the ball probably doesn't go out of play. There isn't anything that suggests it does go out of play other than that one angle everyone shows from, like, you, you can't look at an angle which is 15 yards down the pitch and see a gap between the line and the ball and say that ball's out. That's ridiculous. Um, the offside, again, there's nothing. Nobody has provided anything conclusive to say that was offside. Me, he looks like he's probably behind the ball. But you can't see the ball very well, so who knows. Um, and the foul... Honestly, if you freeze that picture, it looks far worse than it is. Real time, it's just two people going for the ball. Uh, no doing that for me. Um, good goal. Crack on. But, um, I mean, you mentioned the keeper. I was thinking about this this morning. Remember when he he brought Raya in and he and he dropped Ramsdale? And he said at the time, didn't he, he was going to have two number one keepers. Uh, and he got really arsy with a reporter who asked... You know, is he now your number one? He's like, why do I need to have a number one? I might play Raya this week. I might play Ramsdale next week. And I said to you at the time, everybody knew Raya was going to play every game. And he's played yeah. every game. The only game Ramsdale has played is a Carabao Cup game. Everyone plays their subkeepers in those games anyway. Um, it's not worked out. As you say, the money they've spent on Raya and Havertz doesn't look well spent. Um, bollocks to them. As you say, that... that, that yeah, right. Right. One is it was a shambles. That was actually the only part of the game I saw live. I was in the airport at the time, um, sat for 
couple of hours in the airport, just in a chair, bored out of my mind, no internet, no nothing. And then walk through to my departure gate, walk past a bar with a Newcastle match on the telly. I could have been, so it's at this point, 30 minutes in, I could have been sat there with a beer watching nah. the football. Um, I'd miss it all, but I just walked past as it was kicking off. Um, and at the time, I was like, surely he's going to go there. Um, astonishing, really. But it, but yeah, I, I mean, Arsenal, I, I watched watched the game back. And Arsenal were horrible as well, like just yeah. diving, moaning, whinging. I mean, we got three yellow cards for that Kai Havertz tackle for complaining. Yet they've just whinged their tits off all game. I mean, the, the whole five minutes of that VAR incident, the referee was surrounded by a, approximately seven or eight Arsenal players in his ear constantly. Not one of them got booked. Um, I thought they were a, a disgrace in the second half, just moaning, whinging, diving. Um, got what they deserved. Love it. Yeah, you're right. Um, Arteta has really turned into a pound shot Mourinho. Like, tries this deflection shit. And it's where everyone's on to him. He is an absolute knob. Um, so he's actually filled the tit list now, Barry. It's full. It's taken, like I say, till the first week in November, and all six slots are taken up. Um, so as it I stands, we I thought we were full because I thought we'd have to take someone off because I was going to appease them a little bit by taking Saka off. He would be the first uh, yeah. Saka's. I think Saka's the unfortunate one because on the list of crimes, his was really quite low level. All he did was ask about it a little bit. But that's what the tit list for, though. I don't think it's for things that are completely egregious. That are obviously like you know awful acts. I think it, it's a silly little thing. So Saka will have to see. Uh, Mike Dean is still on there. Mike Dean, I didn't realise Baz. He's um, he had some. He's got some horses, race horses. He was up at Newcastle the other night, um, Thursday night maybe the the evening racing up at Newcastle. Uh, he had a winner. His horse won up at Newcastle. So he's a bit of a DJ. So that kind of helps a little bit if you need to take him off. Uh, Jordan Henderson, Mark Goldbridge. <laughs> the um, I don't know if I mentioned this on the show the other night, but after we beat Man United in the League Cup, I, I was trying to send Bob to bed at about 11 o'clock. And obviously, he's trying, you know, kids won't ever go to bed. And the last thing he said, Dad, can we just watch Mark Goldbridge's reaction to the Newcastle goals before I go to bed? <laughs> I did it. I did exactly the same thing. Did you? Um, I always <laughs> go back to be fair, it wasn't as amusing as it normally is. No, it wasn't. Into it. Um, by that point, I. Um, Rio Ferdinand, he'll do well to get off there. Saka and Mikel Arteta uh, are our six tits as it stands. Um, in terms of the pit, I mean, it was a good weekend for Newcastle. Uh, three of the four teams that are above us who played, Tottenham haven't played yet, dropped points. So Liverpool dropped points, Arsenal and Aston Villa. Um, that also means it was a bit of a tricky week for the picks. That kind of tells you where we were for the picks. Um, I've only hit three, a couple of decent prices, but I'm still behind that late penalty at Sheffield United, that terrible decision. That's chinned me. That would put me back level. Um, but I've won some last-minute stuff and some lucky stuff, so I can't complain too much. Um, take note, Arteta. I can't complain about the unlucky stuff. Um, I still think Fulham was the right pick by against Man United. Like I, went, I, got, I spoke to two people on Saturday about this game. Before the match, I was at Kids Football. Kingsley said, oh, I've put Man United in me, I fucking called him an idiot. Um, and then I spoke to Harry. I was dealing with Harry. And Harry said, oh, I put Fulham in me, this morning. And I said, you were right. You did the right thing. Um, I feel like I'm sort of guiding people through. Um, but Matt, Fulham was the right pick. Man United were terrible and should have got beat. And amazingly, the, for about the fifth time, they spraffed another one. Liverpool was a complete coupon buster. 
Um, Moonaf messaged me before the game. He often does. What's the play? Said uh, Liverpool first half handicap. Liverpool goal ladder. Liverpool, Liverpool, Liverpool. And then I had the message in with the old little monkey with it hands over his eyes emoji about an hour later saying sorry man. Um, and then Forrest bounced back, um, which we didn't expect at all. Um, the one he played, which was a bit of a difference maker, they had a striker. And Villa away from home, Baz, we're going to have to sort of maybe put them in our yeah. system. because That's exactly what I noted on that. Consistently play with that insane high line every single time Forrest got the ball. They were one pass away from a one-on-one. Every time, 55 times. And they were offside a few times, a few dodgy ones, or the ball was over hit. Sometimes the defender got a little nick on it. But Villa can't carry on like that because they'll just get beat. Um, so, yeah, that was uh, pretty much my reading of the entire Premier League weekend, Barry. Yeah, my picks were absolute dog shit, Malcolm. Um, but to be fair, I did caveat it all from the hotel lobby by saying I'd been inebriated for most of my uh, <laughs> last 10 days uh, and I'd spent about half an hour making picks for the weekend. Um, I was far busier, you know, lazing around the pool, snorkeling in the Red Sea. Um, so I didn't put a lot of effort into it, and it showed my picks were absolutely crap. So I hold my hands up and I admit they were crap, but I did tell you beforehand um, there was a caveat. I hadn't put a lot of work into it. So I uh, definitely need to bounce back this week. I'll be putting a lot more effort in for the, uh, the midweek show that covers this week's Premier League because I'm going to come back and smash it this week, like. Right, well, I'll tell you where you can start bouncing back, Baz. There's one Premier League game tonight, so we'll re- we'll go over our picks again here, just in case for all the live people. And then anyone who's listening to this tomorrow, Tuesday, can look back when we've made our winning picks and think, oh, hey, these lads are good. I'm going to bet all of these Champions League things. Uh, Tottenham-Chelsea tonight, Tottenham 11-10, to draw 5-2. to Chelsea 23-10. The only thing is, Baz, I think we might have conflicting picks because my bet was Tottenham on the money line. Um I just didn't know why you can't... Tottenham in good form, at home, at odds against. I just don't know why you wouldn't keep picking them. I think you made the point that they were being a little bit lucky and a bit patchy. But while they're rolling, I think they will drop off. But until they do, you ha- I think I have to keep taking them. I don't know why you wouldn't keep taking them. Uh, so my pick was Tottenham here, Baz. Um, but I, I, you went against me. I can't quite remember which direction you went. The draw, Malcolm. But as I say... Oh, yeah. Everything else I've done this week's been absolute crap. So, oh, right, yeah. Um, so yeah, I wouldn't. Nobody should really listen to me at this stage on this week's show. Um, as I say, well, I've got some good ones for the the Champions League. Yeah, we'll be all right. Uh, but yeah, I, I went with the draw, but not not massively confident in that pick just because this this weekend's Premier League's absolutely hammered me. Fair enough. Um, right, I can close my Champions League lyrics page anyway. Uh, right, we're going to make some Champions League picks then uh, in the next 20 minutes or so. Um, let me tell you all about uh, who's next, who's next, who's next. Game time are back. Woohoo! Uh, the ticket people, uh, we like game time. Helping you buy tickets without any fuss, which is a massive pain in the arse. Game time, you've got it sussed out. Um, concerts, any playoff sports that are coming up. Uh, theatre, all kind of things. Um, game time, we've got tickets for. You can forget planning months in advance uh, with a couple of clicks. Game time, we'll have you sorted out and all the hassle is gone. So you can look forward to the event, not worry about the tickets. Um, the game time guarantee uh, is an absolute belt there. They will credit you 110% of the difference if you find tickets in the same section and roll for less. Um, so, 
Download the Game Time app, create an account, use the code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem the code CFBX for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And last but very much not least, Hall of Fame bets helping everybody win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. The Parley Optimizer tool is the best thing here. Um, put all your players in. It'll break them down by leg. It'll give you expected probability and hit rates. It'll sort your players by hit rates, stuff like that. So stop betting in the dark. Join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Um, use the code SGPN at hofbets.com. Get 50% off your first month. Start researching. Start winning with Hall of Fame bets. Um, 11 and 2, Barry, on my uh, NFL straight-up picks. I mean, I, I mentioned about four weeks ago, I mentioned it repeatedly uh, that I did well, so I'll mention that again. Um, I think, Captain Insano, you are in that uh, in Moonaf's pick him. Uh, did you not make your picks last night? What's going on? Did you forget? Or have you down tools? Because I'm just uh, wringing your neck in that as well. Right, Baz. Tuesday and Wednesday. Um, first, did you, have you mentioned, we try not to make it too Newcastle heavy, Baz, and very often fail. Um, the first game off on Tuesday is the Newcastle match. Did you make any picks in this? Nope. No. Um, because I was, I was really confident. You know I, mean? pick, I, was, I was confident in picking Newcastle against Dortmund last time round. Um, but I yeah. was really impressed with Dortmund. I thought yeah, Dortmund played a really, really good game at St James's Park. Um, and I genuinely don't know which way I would go with this one because Newcastle, again, as we said, you know, we, we said before last weekend, it, it's, it's hard to back against Newcastle at the moment because Eddie Howe can come up with a plan for absolutely anyone. Um, and, and I hope he does so in this Dortmund game. But, um, that first leg, Dortmund really surprised me. I thought they played really, really well. Um, and I genuinely have no idea which way that game is going to go. So I didn't make a pick. I'm just going to sit at home and, and watch it, enjoy it, and hope for the best. Um, so, yeah, I left that one alone. That was exactly my exactly what I thought about it, Baz. I thought Dortmund were great. Like um, I, was, I underestimated them. I disrespected them a little bit. They were excellent. But then Newcastle have remarkably been able to go to Man United with the D team and win. Uh, we've turned over Arsenal. We've got players missing. And like you say, Newcastle, at the minute, you can't back against Newcastle. So really, because there was a list of, what, 16 games here, um, I was I was happy to leave that one alone. The bookies can't split them either, Baz, which tells you. Um, the both, both teams are 13 to 5. So if the bookies can't split them, I'm definitely not good enough. Like So there you go. Um, Matthew likes uh, Newcastle on the money line. Uh, it says Dortmund are slipping form. They did lose 4 0 to, Dort- um, to Munich at the weekend, didn't they? Yeah. Um, yeah. I think you've got a couple more picks than me, Vazi. Yeah, so you can lead us off anyway. You go. Yeah, I've taken three three picks on the Tuesday, three on the Wednesday. I started off with the, the other game in that group. Uh, it's AC Milan against PSG. Have you got the prices in front of you, Malcolm? I have. I've also made a pick in this game, Baz, so oh, well. we'll have to see what happens. Um, AC Milan is 21 to 10, um, plus 210. The draw is 12 to 5. Um, it might be 13 to 5 now, actually drifted a little bit, plus 260. And PSG were more line movement, Baz, were 13 to 10, plus 130 
are now five to four plus one twenty. Yeah, so I think AC Milan have just got into a bit of a rut at the moment. They started the season really strongly, won six of their first seven league games. They've since won only one of the last six games in all competitions. They've lost three of those six, and that included the 3-0 defeat against PSG um, just a couple of weeks ago. They've yet to score a goal in the Champions League in their three games. Um, and PSG, on the other hand, have gone the other way. They had a bit of a stuttering start to the season, but they seem to have clicked recently. Since that defeat with Newcastle, they've won five in a row and scored three goals in every one of those games. Um, so whilst AC Milan are at home this week, you know, that gives you a slight advantage. But does that is that enough to turn around a three-goal deficit from the last time they played two weeks ago? And I, I just don't think it is. Um, I think PSG are playing better now. Um, I think they're a better side. And I think it's six to five. They're a good pick on the money line. So I've gone for PSG to beat Milan at six to five plus 120. Well, Baz, team ride, exactly the same notes, exactly the same reasons, exactly the same bet. Um Milan sitting on two points, no goals. Home draw against Newcastle, where they looked okay. They huffed and puffed a little bit. They got a nil in a Dortmund and then got humped off PSG. And they're not full of goals domestically either in Syria. And PSG are just seem to be improving a little bit, as you said. Um, they've had two good wins either side of that 4-1 defeat in Newcastle. Uh, wins against Milan and Dortmund. Better form in the league. Three wins in a row before this weekend. Scored three goals in each of them. And beat Milan 3-0 last time. This was really just a very obvious form line play. Um, just a straight reading of the lines. Uh, PSG, I've got them down at 13-10. But we have to take the 5-4 to four plus 120. We'll do that, Baz. Um, right, you can go again then because um, we've both knocked one off our list. Yeah, so carrying on on Tuesday again. If you've got the prices in front of you, that would help because I haven't wrote them down. Uh, I'm what? going to the Porto v Antwerp game. Oh, Barry, that's also my next game. What's going on here, Baz? You know, we might have to start uh, checking each other's notes here. Um, Porto, 9-25, minus 277. The draw's 11-4, plus 275. And through a pass, 7-1, Barry. Yeah, so Porto put themselves in a really good position to qualify. That 4-1 win against Antwerp in the, in the last round of games um, was a solid win. They now sit on six points in second place behind Barcelona. And another win here would pretty much see them through, assuming Barcelona beat Shakhtar Donetsk this week as well. Um, showed a bit of resilience in the last game, coming from a goal down. They were 1-0 down at half-time to Antwerp uh, before coming away, blowing them away in the second half and, and, and winning 4-1. Um, so it was, you know, will this game be a repeat? Well, Porto are home this time. So, you know, a bit of an advantage over the last one. Um the only other home tie they've had in the Champions League yet was the 1-0 defeat to Barca. But they've won comfortably on the road versus both Antwerp and Shakhtar, beating both of them by at least two goals. Um, and I'm taking them to do the same here, take a big step towards a knockout. Antwerp have been beaten in all three games so far and they've conceded 12 goals in the three games. Um, I just can't see this being much different to the game a couple of weeks ago. I'm taking Porto on the handicap, minus 1.5. Uh, at around evens, plus 100. So Porto, minus 1.5, handicap versus Antwerp at around evens. Yeah. Um, the thing about this Champions League card, which I quite like, Baz, which makes it a bit easier, is that it's the reverse fixtures from match day three. So the two teams play back-to-back. So you've got an obvious, you've, an instant comparison game that you can go to. Um, and I thought the prices were wrong here. There's, there's no reason why what happened last time won't happen this time. No reason at all. 
And like you say, Porto smashed him. Um, haven't been 1-0 down at half-time, actually. So there is value on Porto here in the handicap, Baz, and in the goal market. Um, the over two and a half goals, I think, would be a smash play as part of a parlay, but that's a little bit too short. Um, so it's a goal ladder for me, Baz. Um, Porto to score over two and a half is 13 to eight, plus 162. Over three and a half is 92, plus 450. And over four and a half, Baz, Porto goals is um, 12 to one. It's a massive price. Scored four last time. Like I say, in the last show, I did say Antwerp are in sort of danger of giving up at this point. Um, so a combination of that and the fact that I shite to start with, uh, Porto could easily smash them up again, Barry. Um, same game, Barry. So we're going to have to go back to you again. Come on, lead us off. Right. We're going with uh, Man City v Young Boys. Right. I don't have this one. I have a blanket Group G play, which this game comes from. But um, yeah, I can, that's just a, this was just a little bit of uh, a little bit of devilment at the end. So you can uh, you can roll us out your Man City handicap. So yeah, Man City are one to fourteen here. Um, I don't even know what that is in American money. Uh, Twelve to one the draw. 25 to 1 young boys, 12 to 1 for the draw. That's crazy, isn't it? Um, so not a game I'd usually be drawn to. Um, when you've got a 1 to 14 favorite, it's not normally the, the game that thinks, Oh, let's go and see what we can find here. Uh, but I've gone here, um, and I've gone for goals in this one. City just seem to have got back into a bit of form in front of goal in recent weeks that you know they hadn't been firing on all cylinders for a few weeks until recently. Scored six at the weekend, three past Man United. They put three past young boys in the reverse fixture. Um, and those three goals, you know, 3-1 win against young boys last time, there was no fluke in that. They had an XG of four, um, 26 shots on goal, 13 shots on target. And that was in the away game. I mean, no Man City just don't slip up at the Etihad. At home last season in this competition, um, we saw them put three past Bayern, four past Real Madrid, seven past Leipzig. Um I think they'll get in amongst the goals again here. Um, over 3.5 goals for me in the game. Match goals, this is. And even money, plus 100. I mean, Man City can get them all, but you aren't getting much of a better price for Man City to score four. Man City to score four is five to four, so plus 125. Um, I'd rather just take the evens because Man City are always capable of letting one in. Young boys did score against them in the last one. Um, so, yeah, the pick for me at evens is over 3.5. Match goals, Man City v Young Boys. Um, so yeah, my play this entire group G Barry, and it's not an actual play, it's just some numbers. Um, and my final um note says knock yourself out. So I'll give you the information, do it yourself with it. But it the game this group is just goals, goals, goals. All the games have had minimum four goals. Sorry, all the games have had exactly four goals, not minimum four goals. Um, and all the games have had both teams to score. Um, so just get them parlay. Do what you want with it. I don't care. Um, but the in, there's the information. Do you have I mean it's not up to me? I can't do everything for you. Um, yeah. So there's the info. Crack on. It's a uh, Red Star Belgrade against Leipzig. Um, is the other uh, the other game you're looking for? So Red Star Leipzig in Man City Young Boys. Like I say, so all game all over goals. three point five. You think? Sorry. So double up the over three point five in those two. That double that up. Double it up with the both teams to score. Yeah. And go, yeah, just go nuts up. Um, okay, uh, so I didn't have that right. Next up, Baz, I'm going to go back to the game. And again, it, I felt like it was a bit boring, but um, Wednesday, I'm going to go back to um, Real Sociedad 
against Benfica because I did last time, two weeks ago, took Sociedad at 13 to 5, possibly plus 260 um, in Benfica and got a lovely money line win. We did quite well in the Champions League last time out, Baz. Um, so the reverse fixture, this is the early kickoff on Wednesday, so don't get caught out. Uh, 5.45, 12.45 Eastern time. Uh, Sociedad, this time are 19 to 20, minus 105. The draw is 13 to 5, plus 260. And Benfica are 11 to 4, plus 275. Sociedad now top of this group uh, with seven points after that 1-0 win in Benfica. Um, Benfica, a part of my handicap was, they've got no points and no goals last time. They've still got no points and no goals because they got beat 1-0. Um, five of six games in this group have gone under two and a half so it's completely the opposite to that group G with City in it um, and the only game that went over two and a half goals in this group involved the other two teams uh, so neither of these two teams were involved the under two and a half bars is four to five at minus 120 um, Sociedad to win is 19 to 20 minus 105 and if you want to go a little bit fancier uh, Sociedad to win with under three goals is 11 to 5 plus 320. Uh, sorry, plus 220. Um, so if Sociedad can get out that one or two nil win, which I think they will. Uh, so any combination, if you want to just keep it simple, go with the under two and a half or Sociedad. If you want to parlay them, uh, you'll get plus 220, 11 to 5 on Sociedad to win with under three goals, Barry. Oh, bad. Next up for me is uh, Napoli versus Union Berlin. Um, let's just bring the prices up for you here. Napoli, that's the oh, game as well, by the way. Anyway, that's another same time as that Sociedad game, so that's the, the tea time kick off quarter to six. Um, yeah, yeah that's right. Uh, Napoli, two to two five, five. Napoli minus 250. Um, the draw is plus 375, and Union Berlin are seven to one. But yeah, so one nil in the last round of games, uh, the game at Berlin. Um, Napoli won away in Braga. They won away in Berlin, uh, but they lost their only home game, uh, being the, the Real Madrid match. Uh, but for me, the Union Berlin fairy tale is finished, isn't it? They've gone. They've they've lost twelve yeah. games in a row in all competitions. Twelve games in a row is astonishing for any team at any level of football. Um, they failed to score in each of the last five games as well. Uh, so while Napoli haven't quite hit the heights of last season, I think they're sitting fourth in Serie A. Mixed bag of results. What I notice when they do win, more often than not, they cover the handicap. The last seven wins in Serie A have all been by two or more goals. And I think they can win this one by two or more. As I say, they beat them away 1-0. Bit of home comfort for Napoli. And Union Berlin have just gone. They've lost it. Um, Napoli on the handicap, minus 1.5. Plus money, 11-10. to 10. Um, So, yeah, the pick for me is Napoli to win by two or more at 11-10, to 10, plus 110. Baz, I think we might have to invite a third person into our relationship here. It's gone a bit stale. Um, my pick is on Napoli versus Union Berlin and is Napoli on the handicap. Um, it just looks like a mismatch, doesn't it? Napoli won 1-0 in Germany and I think you can tag another one on for home advantage. So that, for me, just makes it at least 2-0. Berlin are in terrible formula, seven in a row of the league, five of them by more than one goal. The more I looked at this, the stronger I liked it, Barry. This is my... Probably one of my strongest fields of the week. Um, so, yeah, 13 to 10 plus 130 for Napoli to cover the handicap. Well, let's have um, a look, Morgan. Which, which games have we been in sync on here? 
Um, because I'm going to just put up a party at the end. We'll, we'll, Milan, we'll we've taken PSG, bud. We've taken Porto on the handicap. Um, you've taken City, which I kind of co-signed with my goals. Um, you didn't mention the the only game you haven't you didn't mention the Sociedad Benfica game that I took. Barry. So I think we've had three, haven't we? It was PSG. We both like Porto on the handicap, and we both like Napoli handicap. So I'm going to stick them in a treble. We'll see where we finish up. We'll put out a parlay of our team rides this week, see how we go with that. Um, so we'll keep an eye on that. That's live. We'll see if there's anything else we're in sync on. Uh, next up for me is Arsenal versus Sevilla. Um, 2-1 in the, the last round of games. Um, Arsenal won that 1-2-1, I should say. That was away from home in Sevilla. Um, Sevilla just continue to struggle this season. Um, they, yeah. They'll be looking at this probably now, hoping to finish third in this group, drop down into the Europa League, which is their forty, isn't it? Um, they always thrive in that that league. This Champions League's a step too far for them. Europa League will probably go on and win it, uh, so if they yeah. can finish third. They'd probably be quite happy with that. They've still only won two games all season in La Liga. They're sitting down in fifteenth, and more at risk in being dragged into a relegation battle than than qualify for Europe again, as it stands. Um, the winless in this competition. And I think they'll continue to be winless after this one. We can't continue to handicap Sevilla based on previous years' European efforts. Yeah. We have to look at what they're doing right now, this season, um, and that's not a lot. I think Arsenal win again, um, and it's another handicap one for me. Arsenal at home, um, very similar to that Napoli pick, you know, the home advantage counting for an extra goal, hopefully. Uh, so Arsenal v Sevilla, Arsenal minus 1.5 handicap at 10 to 11, minus 110. Uh, Mafia's gone the other way, Barzi likes uh, I think he's just trying to wind you up really. Uh, severe to win or draw. I had nothing in this one at all, Baz. Didn't look at it. I oh, fucking Arsenal. Arsenal can get in the sea this week. Um, I've only got I've got one pick left, Barry. Can I guess one where you're going? Can I guess where you're what? going? I've, well, I'll give you a clue. Right, okay. I've written down one word, Barry. One word. That's it. What is the word? Copenhagen. It's the right answer. There it is. I knew, I knew for a fact. I knew it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't need People don't need any more insight than that. Um, listen, Fulham was the right pick. Didn't win. Copenhagen's the right pick. Might not win. Copenhagen's the right pick. Keep. You've got to stay with the process of fading dog shit teams. Uh, and Copenhagen have been a little bit spunky, Baz. So, yeah, Copenhagen. Yeah, so I've got a pick on the same game. Um, got a new name in the chat there. Ollie Beckett's listening and he's asking for an acca with our strongest picks at the end. Well, I've got that coming up. Um, there's three games where we are in sync and have the same ideas. And it comes up at a decent price, so I'll uh, I'll get that over to you in a little bit. My my Copenhagen man, you, I didn't want to be as obvious as you because we just seemed to... Uh, I knew, plus, I knew for a fact you would have that pick on that game. Um, it, it was, Sorry. It, it's both... They're a good price. Um, it's a great yeah, price. Yeah, sixteen to five. You're getting better than three to one for any team at home to Man United. Love it. Uh, I'm, I'm happy with that. But um, yeah, I mean they were unlucky to lose the first game, missed that crucial penalty late on. You couldn't split the two on the stats side of things. Both had an xG of around one point one. Uh, shots on goal was fifteen to fourteen. They both had four shots on target each. Um, Copenhagen have won their three subsequent games domestically, whereas Man United went and lost 3-0 to City, 3-0 to Newcastle. 
before that fortunate win over Fulham. I can just see the game following a similar pattern to the first leg. Um, I think a single goal could decide it again. Uh, hopefully that is a Copenhagen single goal. But I like the unders for that reason. Unders at plus uh, money is, is a decent price. Um, Man United aren't scoring freely at all. They scored just two goals in the last four games. They're still one of the slowest scoring teams in the Premier League. I think they've got 12 goals. Um, they're, they're certainly... In terms of anybody, you know, everyone in the top eight or so has scored at least 20 goals so far, and Man United are a long way behind with their goals. So I think the under is a good price. Um, under 2.5 in the Copenhagen versus Man United. It's 11 to 10 plus 110 uh, is a bet I like. But uh, I, I also love the Copenhagen play. If I was taking an underdog this week, Copenhagen would absolutely be it. Um, right, I'm done, Baz. I think you have you got one more left, possibly? No, I think that's me done as well. I've got, I've got done right, my six. Okay, then, three, three for the Tuesday, three for the Wednesday. Um, <coughs> we had three games, Malcolm, where we were uh, both in tune. And to reiterate, we don't compare notes before the beforehand. We literally just go in. We find our best best thoughts on the games, and um, we've come out on the same side of a few things. So what we had was Napoli to win by two or more, so minus one point five on the handicap. Porto to win by two or more. Uh, so that's the handicap again, minus 1.5. And PSG just to win on the money line. Comes up at 8-1. to one. Nice little 8-1 to one treble there, Malcolm. So we put that out as a as a treble. Um, Ollie, that's that's our three picks where we're all in sync. Um, and I like each of them individually. I think they're all solid players. Um, so yeah, to reiterate, Napoli and Porto on the handicap and then treble it up with PSG to be there seeing Milan away from home. I like that, Baz. I, um, I can't remember the last time. We, we seem full of confidence today for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> I shouldn't be full of confidence after the weekend. Absolutely not. We've got no business being confident about anything. Uh, we'll sit here shamelessly throwing out these picks like we know what we're talking about. I love it. Um, right, well done, Baz. Thank you for joining us in your uh, hour of despair and return. Did you... Um, did you bring anything back from the Egypt? I did bring something back. What it, did you bring back? A, a gambling twist. Uh, did you see my Twitter post? Oh, I did see this. This I, is quite a good story. Yeah, tell us. Unbelievable. So we we go to watch the entertainment in the hotel, and the entertainment is absolutely naff, like proper low level entertainment. Like it's one thing the hotel didn't have was was good entertainment. Um, but I wasn't bothered about that. I'd, I'm quite happy sitting in a bar on my own, you know, playing cards with the kids and um, being served drinks all night long. So I, I was fine. But anyway, we, do, we watched the entertainment one night. I think it was a magic show. So there was a 20-minute magic show or something, uh, which was pretty naff. And then it was followed by Family Bingo. Uh, two pounded ticket, one little bingo <laughs> strip each. So we all had a ticket. Kids chose theirs. I got left for the last one. So fine, off we go. Um I went and won the full house, didn't I? Main prize, number one. So I walks up the stage to get me prize and gets handed this sort of bag, zipped up bag. No idea what's in it. Oh, there's your prize. Go back to me desk, me, me chair. Open it up. It's a bloody shisha pipe. Like, <laughs> massive thing. Like, the glass bottle, the big steel thing, the ashtray <laughs> at the top, the big hose with it, the full works in a bag. What if the kit, like the 
What if the ten-year-old Ben had won a shisha pipe for the first? I couldn't believe it. Like only in Egypt can the, can the main prize in the bingo be a shisha pipe? Um, did I bring it home? Damn right, I brought it home. I've, I'm gonna. I'll have it on the show Wednesday, Malcolm. I'll. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say if this treble hits, Baz, um, you need to be fully stocked up, smoking something out of that shisha pipe on the next show. You'll be sorely disappointed if you're not. So yeah, that that was a bizarre. Bizarre one. I'm calling it the Bingo Bong. Oh, me. So it's even got a name um, for you. Yeah, basically, won a bong in a family, uh, <laughs> in a family game of bingo. But there you go. Oh, that's outstanding. Well done, Baz. I enjoyed that. Um, right, let's go. People have got stuff to do. Uh, are you back to work tomorrow, son? Unfortunately. Got that's work tomorrow. Cool. I've got football training tomorrow with the girls, eight o'clock. So that's literally Newcastle match. Yeah. Done, trusted, and then straight out down to the field. Um, I'm hoping it pisses down with rain and gets cancelled. Um, yeah, just cancel it, mate. All of ours has been cancelled because uh, obviously everyone wants to watch the match. So. Just quickly, um, Mark, Ollie's, Ollie's asking what we think for tonight because um, he's obviously jumped in late. I had took the draw, Ollie, uh, but Malcolm is, is all over Spurs. I did yeah. say my, my Premier League picks this week have been very poor. Uh, I've been on holiday, not putting a lot of effort in. Um, so yeah, I, I would listen to Malcolm over me, but I went with a draw and Malcolm likes Spurs in this one today. Yeah, not much else tonight, only a bit of a crossfire on that one, unfortunately. Um, so yeah, right, cheers, everyone. Uh, Ollie Mafia, Captain Insane O'Brien, um, in the chat, cheers, Baz, for getting off your uh, off your grumpy chair and doing this. What did you say, Wednesday night? Is it? It's normally a Wednesday, isn't it? That would be our normal, uh, we need to get back into the routine. We've been a bit out of. Out of the routine with me being away, so we do need to try and get back to the old Wednesday. Yeah. Sunday. All right, um, so hopefully, hopefully, should be Wednesday night. Mafia's asking the same, but we'll schedule it. We'll get it scheduled on YouTube. So keep an eye out. Um, yeah, that's what we, we might we might live go live during the Wednesday night games and see if a few of our picks come in. That is a good idea. Uh, good luck with all your bets, everybody, um, and we will see you down the road. Cheers. <laughs>